and welcome back to KKSI Presents. I'm your host, Bonko, National Vice President for Student Affairs. And I am so incredibly grateful to be a part of this opportunity and this production. And of course, I could not do all this on my own or any of it on my own, actually. I have some amazing help from our national communications team, our student advisor committee, and a special shout out to our editor, Ryan Smith, for all this hard work and dedication to KKZ Presents. He truly does a great job, keeps me accountable, makes sure that uh, we are producing um, at least two episodes a month. So thank you so much to Ryan, to our communications team, and to our student advisor committee for all their help. So for those of you who are returning listeners, welcome back and thank you so much for your support. It truly does mean so, so much to know that people continue to come back and to listen. Um, people who reach out and, and give, you know, well wishes and to give their thanks for this production. And just so you all know, our guests who, who join us on these episodes, who help us record these episodes, it means the world to them as well to have your support. So thank you. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to our show. And we truly appreciate you joining us today. We hope that you will also join the crowd of return listeners. Of course, this brought, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Kappa Kappa Psi National Honorary Band Fraternity. And the purpose of this podcast is to provide you some insight, some helpful tips, suggestions, and to simply showcase the, the voices of the brotherhood and our active body in an entertaining fashion. Today, I wanted to chat with you a little bit about running for district and or chapter office. But before I get into that content, I did want to start off with some updates from the National Council and to share with you what we've been up to. So let's go ahead and get started with that. The first update I'd like to share with you all is that since the beginning of 2020, the National Council and many of the national uh, leaders, we met for our winter council meeting in late January. And that was my first um, national council meeting in person. Um, and it was, it was very eye opening. And what we did was we met for about two and a half days or so. <laughs> Essentially, we locked ourselves in a room and we just, we talked, we discussed, we had some great and some, some deep conversations about many of the issues, many of the problems that the fraternity is facing. Um, but we also talked about many of the accomplishments that our student leaders, um, you know, a lot of the things that our students are doing, a lot of the great work that our, our student leaders are accomplishing. So it was a discussion that, you know, that took a span of many, many hours and it covered a lot of ground. Um, and of course, you know, we didn't get everything done in that weekend. And it's great because we do have summer council meeting to discuss some of the unresolved issues or any of the discussions that we didn't truly get to didn't really um, come to a solution of any sort. So there is a time for us to discuss, and obviously we meet uh, via email, we meet online as well. But the reason I bring this up is because um, I want to really make clear to our students that we do meet as a national council. We do discuss things that are happening. And if, if you have questions, if you have topics, if there's something that's on your mind or something that you want clarity on or something that you want to bring up to put on our radar, 
please reach out. You know, there's there, you know, there are five of us, including um, there's also the board. There's also, you know, many your governors, you know, reach out to to us and, and you know, share your thoughts, share your questions, because this is a great way for us to kind of keep our ears to the ground, to check the temperature of what's going on, to make sure that your concerns and your questions are heard and answered. So, again, please do reach out. The next update that I wanted to share with you all, if you've been paying attention to um, any of the emails that have been coming out, our social media, uh, and our website, is that we have three new colonies for KKSI. And this is incredible, incredible. And Jessica, um, our, our national vice president for colonization membership, has been working so hard um, to, to really make sure that this has been a good process for everybody. Um, so our three colonies, one is at Chicago State University, one's at Hampton University, and the third is at Miles College. And again, this is very, very exciting stuff. So congratulations to these universities. Congratulations to the programs, their directors, and to the, the soon-to-be brothers. And if you are interested in reaching out to um, the soon-to-be brothers and, and extending uh, any well wishes and um, any thoughts, uh, please feel free to reach out to myself or Jessica, and we can definitely connect you with these individuals. The next update I wanted to share with you all is the Road to Wisdom 2.0. So recently, we, the um, curricular uh, curriculum committee released updates to the Road to Wisdom, which, as we all know, is a big part of of our process, it's a big part of, of how we are educating and laying the foundation for our, our members, our future members. And it's also uh, a great way for, for active brothers to, um, to be involved, to get involved and to really relearn and to reestablish that connection to a lot of the material that we may have, uh, may have forgotten through the process. I definitely, uh, needed a lot of that, many of those refreshers during my time as an active member as well and still do. So this is a great resource, but just wanted to, to give my, um, my thanks and my gratitude to each and every member of the curriculum committee and Jessica for all their hard work. Um, we also had two, uh, recently had two VPM trainings um, where VPMs could sit on a Zoom call and Jessica would walk them through the changes and the updates. Um, if you are a VPM out there or if you're just you're just curious about it, um, you know, please feel free to reach out to myself and Jessica so that we can get that information to you. You know, just because you couldn't make it doesn't mean that you should be withheld, um, that information should be withheld from you. So please do reach out. Um, you know, it really does help when people raise their hands and say, hey, uh, I don't have this information. I could make this a meeting. Please do reach out. The next update, um, at the end of January, um, I was able to attend my second Battle of the Bands, and this was an incredible, incredible experience. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to go and to represent our fraternity. Um, but really, I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity just to put myself in a, a different environment and to really be willing to, to learn and to 
uh, immerse myself in a different culture and to really observe the pride and the love for band uh, in a very different way. And so I, if you're interested in hearing more about this, I would love to chat with you. But I also wrote a uh, podium article that will be coming out in the next cycle with some pictures. And just overall, I just again wanted to say congratulations to all of the performing bands that the final eight um, to their directors, to their universities uh, for the incredible work and the incredible production that they put in the field. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's flawless. And there are many times where literally I was blown away. Um, and so I just wanted to say again, thank you to um, our National Council for Trinity for allowing me to be a part of that experience, allowing me to go and to simply learn and to, to meet individuals. And I mean, everyone was just so so very welcoming. So if you have the opportunity in the future, please do go. I mean, I highly suggest it. Honda Battle of the Bands usually happens at the last weekend of January. If you have questions, again, please let me know. I can connect you to people who have been going for years and would love, love to, to share their experiences with you. All right. And my, let's see here, my last update. Actually, I have a few more here. We have Black History Month. Uh, so this is something that coming into this position um, and having conversations with past national council members, with active brothers and with, with alumni is that this is something that is really important um, that we not only highlight the different communities, but we give the we give individuals um, in our fraternity to share their stories, the space to showcase, you know, pride in their community um, and to showcase, you know, what are the differences? Because when it comes to diversity and inclusion, you know, we're not just celebrating all the similarities. You know, we should be really we should be celebrating what makes us different as well and showing our appreciation and our support for members of different communities, different backgrounds, um, and being willing to to listen, to learn, to ask questions without fear of, of looking stupid or looking silly. Because again, just because you don't know doesn't mean anything. You know, like that that doesn't mean that you you are silly or you are stupid. But the willing your willingness to to ask questions um, is you know, it, it's it's good, and we should continue to encourage that um, with others as well. Um, but to the Black History Month, we put together a small team, and we know that there's a lot of work to do on that front on representing the different communities within our fraternity, within the band world. So we put together a small team um, within the communications team um, that come that have different experiences, different backgrounds that could actually help share the stories, help share the experiences, help share the insight into a community without speaking on behalf of the the community themselves, right? So I wanted to share my thanks to Michael Calhoun, to Jordan Barnes, to um, Dino for, for helping us lead this initiative as well, and to Sefrina Baca for, for helping us with this project. And again, a huge thanks to Michael and to Jordan for really leading this initiative and for putting together the work and the vision of, of allowing Kappa Kappa Psi to not only share the you know, share the experiences that that many members of our community, you know, there are people who've felt unheard, um, 
and you know, we're giving people that space, that environment to share what is important to them, what you know they're very proud of, and to be able to highlight um, many of our of our chapters for, that are at HBU institutions, HBCU institutions, and. We're also globally uh, doing some highlights of, of alumni from HBCU institutions who are doing great work in their respective fields. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but again, it's so incredibly exciting to see this group come together and to put in the work that they have so far and just to see the quality of work they're doing. So again, thank you all so much. And if you have questions on this, uh, if you would like to, to be involved in the future, Please reach out, let us know, and we will get you connected um, because this is, this is a great opportunity to, to learn and a, a great opportunity to share. So a couple of updates from, um, from Tony Falcone, our NVPPR. Um, he's actually been working behind the scenes, um, contracting, contacting conductors and composers for, uh, national, for future national intercollegiate bands. Uh, and he's been working with um, his counterpart in TBS, Tanya. Um, and, you know, they've been working very hard behind the scenes and it's not something that we, we hear about often or we see often until we go to national convention. So just wanted to take a quick moment to give them a shout out and to uh, share my gratitude and thanks for all the work that they're doing. The next update from our NVPPR, um, is that, let's see, representatives from KKSI and TBS will be presenting at the College Band Directors National Association's Athletic Band Symposium. Wow, that is a mouthful. Let me try that again. College Band Directors National Association's Athletic Band Symposium in late May. And he's been putting together a proposal and starting to create um, some of the presentations. So be on the lookout for more updates on that. And if, if you have any connections to this or have questions, again, please reach out. You know, we want we want our students to, to be aware of this. We want to be transparent about what it is that we're doing and why we do it and why it's important to continue to represent and to promote college university bands on many different fronts. My last update here for Reels this time um, is just to go over a quick overview of our district conventions this year. So uh, on March 20th, 20th, 20th to 21st, we have Northeast District Convention happening in Philadelphia. From March 20th to 22nd, we have Midwest District happening in Lincoln, Nebraska. Fun fact, that's where I was born. Um, and I'm very sad that I can't make it, but I am really excited to hear more about What's happening at Midwest? Next, we have from March 27th to 29th, we have Western District in California. That will be very exciting. Myself, Jessica Lee will be there. Um, so hoping to meet many of you there. So please be on the lookout and uh, safe travels, everybody. And then on April 3rd to the 5th, we have North Central District Bowling Green. That's, you know, home team there. Again, very sad that I can't make it, but you, ha you have some great um, – national officers, national leader mem uh, leadership members who will be attending. So have lots of fun. On uh, April 3rd to the 5th as well, we have Southeast District in Callaway Gardens, Georgia. Super excited to be back. This will be my second Southeast District convention. I know Mark will be there, and I think Jessica will be there as well. But super excited to be back in the Southeast. And lastly, on April 17th to the 19th, we have Southwest District in Albuquerque, New Albuquerque? That's how you say it, right? Albuquerque, New Mexico. See y'all, I am learning 
as we are going. So, so this is, this is good. This is good stuff. So again, I'm super excited to, uh, to see and hear more about all these district conventions. And I just, again, want to give a shout out to our student leaders, our district officers for all the work, all the programming, all the time that they have spent on, not just for district conventions, but just the programming and the, all the things that they're doing for, for you, for your district. Um, and if you, and we'll talk about this a little bit more here in a bit, but if you're interested in running for district council, please reach out to these individuals because they are doing some great work. And I would love, love for you all to hear about what it is that they do, how they think about this and why it's important to, to be going through this process. Right. So again, please do reach out and again, safe travels to all of you um, who are going to district convention. And if you're on the fence about it, if money is an issue, whatever it is, again, please reach out. We want to help you. We want to make sure that you get to, engaged that you get to be a part of this experience because I mean I have been to every district convention um, for the North Central District since 2012 and it's because I get to not only meet so many brothers from across the district but I get to engage I get to help vote I get to be a part of, of you know creating the solutions for the future for our district so again if you are on the fence about it, I really hope that you will go and if there are issues money Rides, whatever it is, please reach out to your district council, to your district governors, and we can work something out because we want you there. All right, so that's it for for the updates from the National Council. So the next part here, I wanted to talk to you all about running for district and chapter office. Now, why is it important? Why is it important that that our students, our our active brothers, run? for district and chapter office. Well, when, when I when I ask myself this question, I, I often think, you know, yeah, why is it important? Because leadership isn't about holding title a title. Leadership isn't about holding a position. But why is it important that our students, our active brothers, run for district office and or chapter office? Well, if you really take a step back and, and think about it, we as brothers were selected, we as members were selected to be a part of this brotherhood, to be a part of this organization because people saw something in us, something special, something powerful, something valuable, something meaningful, something inspiring. They saw something that said, this person represents musicianship, service, brotherhood, and leadership, right? So when you really think about it, how, as, as, as members of this fraternity, how are we living out this value of leadership? Many of us live this value in different capacities, in different organizations, in our personal lives, through work, through school, whatever it may be. But when we look at the, within the fraternity, how are we living out our leadership values? How are we promoting leadership? How are we working towards positive change, moving the needle on things? Because I can, I can speak from experience that many people often sit, wait, but then complain or share thoughts about oh, how things could be better, why things should be better, blah, blah, blah. So my challenge, my question for all of, for everyone who is sitting there questioning, asking these questions, you may be onto something. You may be asking great questions, but my question for you, my challenge for you is think about how you are actually creating positive change and moving the, moving the needle. 
simply by sitting there, complaining, talking behind someone's back, is that the best way to go about it? Probably not, right? So my my challenge for, for all those listening is to consider, to ask yourself, how are you living out leadership? How are you living that leadership value in life and in, within our fraternity? And it really is important, I, I personally feel, that students think and have that conversation about running for district and or chapter office. It's not something I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that you all should run right now or whatever it is because you want to be prepared. You want to make sure that you are you are in the right spot and uh, the right place in life to really represent our fraternity well and to lead effectively um, and to create positive change. So I'm not saying I just go out there and wing it. No, but it, you, you should at least have a conversation about why running for district and chapter office is important for you, for your chapter, for your institution, for your district, for the fraternity, right? This is a student centered organization. And if you have thoughts, if you have feelings, you're feeling some type of way, you want change, step up and run for office, step up and, you know, maybe it doesn't even have to be an elected position. If you feel like there's something that you need within your institution, within your chapter, within a district, you can suggest maybe that there be a different committee or a, a new position of some sort. Like things can change that we don't have to be stagnant. Like we want to grow with you, with our students, because this is a student centered organization. Right. So. Let's so you, you know we talked a little bit about why it's important, and I'll let you all decide why it's important to you. I share with you why I think it's important, but now it's time for you to discover why it's important for you. So next is how. Okay, so let's talk about district running for district office. How? I'm just going to tell you the easiest way is to reach out to your district officers and to your district governors and ask them for specifics. How can I run for so and so? But before you do that. Again, you have to have that conversation of, should I, should I run? Now, is, right, is now the right time for me to run? Or, you know, do I have what it takes to run? And, you know, I, when people ask that question, uh, it, it's something that I, I'm wary of because we are often hard, you know, we are often hard on ourselves. And sometimes we talk ourselves out of things because, you know, there may be somebody better or maybe I'm not the right fit. But I think it is important for us to have that conversation of like, all right, if I feel that way, why is that? Is there is there something valid in, in feeling that way or am I just fearful? Am I just letting fear uh, take control of, of my thought process, right? So have that conversation. Ask yourself what it is that you want to run for. Why is it important? What is your vision? What are your goals? You know, why is it important that you achieve certain goals? Why is it important that you have to run for this position? It's just, I think it's just really important that we have that conversation, not, not just with other people, but with ourselves as well, and really bring clarity onto what it is that we want to do, what it is that we want to achieve, and why is it important. So... To give you a personal example, um, when I was still a student, I never considered running for district office. And it wasn't until a really, really close friend of mine who was serving on district office who reached out to me and said, oh, I really think that you should run for this position because blah, blah, blah. And one, that, that, would, that, just, that meant the world to me to have someone reach out and say that, oh, you should be running for something because they saw something in me that I could not see myself. And it took a lot of encouraging after that 
because again, I just didn't, I didn't believe it because I was letting fear take control of my thought process and my decision making. But through conversations with district governors at that point, with other district officers, I decided to run for district VPM. And through some more conversations and some clarity on my goals and what it is I wanted to achieve, I learned that, you know what, I think I should be running for president. Right. So you really have to have these conversations with other people, with yourselves, and to consistently bring these conversations um, to, to perspective and to gain different perspectives as well so that you have a well-rounded understanding, a deep understanding of what you can bring to the position, what you can bring to the district, but also what is it about certain goals or certain um, responsibilities that really vibe with you, that really that you connect with, right? So, you know, when it comes to different positions, make sure, of course, to go through your your chapter, your district constitution, look through the bylaws, make sure you have an understanding of the process, make sure that you reach out to the district officers and your governors so that you, again, are getting a full understanding of what it takes to run, what, you know, what materials you need, and make sure, especially when it comes to letter of recommendations, make sure you are asking for those early on because, look, people get busy and sometimes <laughs> they can't get things, you know, to you as quickly as you want. If it, you know, make sure that you're giving people enough time and ask ahead of time that like, hey, I'm going to be, you know, like, is it okay if, if you write me or would you be willing to write me a letter of recommendation? Here's my, here are my goals. Here are some of the things I want to achieve and I need this by this date. So that way you're giving people who are, who you're asking to write a letter of recommendation, you're, you're setting them up to write you a, a good letter. Um, and you know, you want that, you want a glowing letter and, you know, make sure that you're asking for a copy yourself so that you can attach it fully and send it out. If someone's not willing to send it to you directly, you know, maybe that's a red flag that they shouldn't be writing you a letter or maybe they're not as fully confident in your ability to run. So again, just be honest, be open, be transparent because these things do come up and you just have to be, you, you have to have the conversations of, all right, if, if this is not something that you're willing to write me a letter recommendation for. I really appreciate your time. Uh, I, I'm going to ask for a different letter from somebody else. I mean, that's okay to say. Obviously, say, you know, say it in a more, more eloquent way than I'm saying it, but it's a really good way to prepare those that you're asking to write you a glowing letter. All right. So again, reach out to your district council, reach out to your district governors for clarity on what the process looks like. So, what does it mean to to serve on a district level as a district officer on the chapter on the chapter level? Well, what it means is that you are going to be a part of your district or your chapter's growth. You're going to be a part of creating that vision and carrying out the the initiatives and, and achieving the goals and inspiring the new members of your of your uh, of your organization of your your district or your chapter. And when you are looking at developing your vision, your goals, make sure that, again, you are reaching out to people and asking them, what do you want to see 
new change? What do you want to see improve on the district and or chapter level? Reach out to people and make sure that you're incorporating their voices, their ideas, their thoughts, their needs into what it is that you're developing. Because if you're just going off of what you think, what you feel, that may not really vibe with people because you're, you have to ask yourself, why are, why are you running? Are you running for yourself or are you running for those that you're, you're looking to lead, the members of your chapter, the members of your district. So reach out, reach out, ask questions, you know, and, and if people give you, I, oh, I want to see this become, I want to see this better. I want to see this improved. Ask clarifying questions. Great. That's an awesome idea. What does that look like to you? Great. You want to see this improved? How would you go about that? Oh, awesome. You want to see more of this? Why do you think that's important? What do you think that would, would achieve? How do you think that would improve engagement? Whatever it is, make sure that you're asking clarifying questions so that you're not just writing a, a packet, a letter of intent or your goal sheet. You're not just writing something based on fluff. And fluff is great to a certain extent, but you're not really putting any meat to that content. So again, ask. Ask these questions. Ask for help. Ask for clarification from your district governors, from your from your district officers, from your chapter members. Ask questions because if you're not asking questions, you're not going to get the different perspectives, the different ideas. You're not going to get that feedback that's going to really help you come to terms or find clarity in should I be running for district council? Should I be running for chapter office? And I will also say this. No one's going to be ever perfectly ready or qualified to run for anything, to serve on any level. There's always something that somebody can improve on. There will always be things that come up that somebody's not prepared for. It's a part of who we are as human beings, right? So, so when you are discussing, when you're, when you are thinking on reflecting on this process, just know that failing forward is something that it should not be frowned upon. Not knowing should not be frowned upon. Many of us don't know, but it's the act of putting ourselves out there, being vulnerable, being brave to ask those questions, to be willing to step out and say, hey, I want to, I want to help create change. I want to help make our district stronger, better, whatever it is. How can I do that? Asking questions, putting yourself out there, asking for help asking for other people to get involved, asking for their support. But it all comes down to putting yourself out there and, and potentially dealing with critique, potentially facing some, some competition, potentially coming face-to-face -face with your own fears and anxiety. But here's the thing. You have the support of so many brothers, of alums, of their organization, of your institution. To we want you to be successful, right? We want you to make. We want you to be able to make the most out of your experience. We want you to be able to share your story, to inspire others, to create change. And that that doesn't always mean that you that you. You know, you have to do that in a position or in a certain role. You can do that any way, shape, or form. But again, when it comes down to to leadership, I want you to ask yourself, 
how am I living out this value? What does that look like? And does serving a district and or chapter leadership, does that fit my, does that fit my vision? Does that fit what I'm looking to achieve? Does that fit what I'm wanting to, to, to do to give back and or how I want to give back? Right. So this is something that I could speak on for, for days. And I would love to continue having this conversation with you all. If you, if you're willing and wanting some, some clarification or to hear more about my experiences or how, you know, we could help you achieve your goals and to, to cultivate that, cultivate that thought process, that, um, that process of preparing yourself to run for whatever position it may be, because again, this is great practice for, for the real world as well. Many of the things that I learned, many of the failures I had as a student, um, during in KKSI, like I've learned from them and I'm able to put into practice, uh, a lot of these lessons I've learned in the real world, which has truly, truly helped me so, so much. And that's why I'm so passionate about making sure that, you know, I share my story, that I speak to students on this because, you know, this could literally change your lives. Right. So the last thing I wanted to mention here is that if you see somebody that you think has potential, that has great ideas, that has a, a great heart, a great mind that you think they should serve on some capacity, let them know. Because again, I would never have thought about running for anything if it wasn't for those few individuals that reached out to me that said, hey, I think you would be great for this. I think you should serve. I think that you should put yourself out there, right? So if you, if you are a chapter officer, a district officer or not, if you see somebody with that potential, with somebody with, with a great value, somebody who is really showcasing what it means to, to be a brother of KK Sai, you think they should serve, let them know because sometimes people need that, right? And if you are currently serving in a position right now, I hope that you are cultivating that talent. I hope that you are cultivating that passion for people to, to serve in, in your same role because as a leader, I hope that you would want the next leaders to do a better job, that we are continuing, continuing to grow, that we're moving the needle for our chapter, for our district, whatever it may be. I hope that you are cultivating that talent, that you're talking to others and that you are inspiring others because we as an organization are student centered. We need our students to serve. We need our students to strive, continue striving for the highest because it continues to push the National Council, the National Leadership, to do more, to do better work, to have deeper conversations, to think about how we can better serve you, our students, making sure that we can better serve our college and university bands at a higher level each and every time that we have these conversations. So again, thank you all so much. And brothers, thank you all so much for joining me today. I know I essentially just was on a soapbox. And this was just me talking, uh, but I really do appreciate the opportunity to share these moments with you all through different platforms, whatever it may be. So again, if you are interested in running, we do have a recorded um, VPSA chat on our YouTube channel. Uh, just search for KKSI TV on YouTube. And you'll find our channel, and it's the most recent VPSA chat. And we brought in six to seven district officers from around the nation to answer questions, to talk about their experiences, to share their insights on what it took 
for them to run for, for district council. So please go and watch that. Reach out to them. Reach out to myself. We are here to help you. Lastly, again, thank you so, so much for joining me today. On behalf of the fraternity and the National Council, we truly appreciate you and all that you do to promote musicianship, service, leadership, brotherhood, KKSI, college and university bands, all the good things. Thank you all so much. So if you like this episode, please share and suggest our podcast series with another brother today and subscribe if you haven't already done so. We do this not to hear ourselves talk, but to share, again, some insight that could be meaningful for you, that could get you to, that gets you thinking about about different aspects of the fraternity that gets, you know, you ask questions and hopefully all this is meaningful for you and will inspire you to continue to serve, continue to give back in some capacity. But here's the thing. We need your help in finding topics that we need to cover. Brothers that need to join me that you think would be great as guests on this show. Please help us out. If you have any suggestions, please reach out to me at bonco at kksi.org. That's B-A-N-G-C-O at kksi.org. Again, thank you so much for joining us on KKSI Presents. My name is Bonco, your host, and I wish you all much love today. And as always, A-E-A. A-E-A.